Hello, amazing parents and caretakers, and welcome to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. I'm your family empowerment coach, Celia Kibler. I'm a mom of a blended family of five kids. I'm a grandma of nine kids, an author, a teacher, a speaker, and a consultant with over 40 years of training and real-life parenting experience. I'm here to offer you practical, doable tips, strategies, and techniques that will pump up your parenting skills and create peace, love, and laughter throughout your family. In addition, I'll be interviewing some great humans that are on a mission to make your life a better, happier, and healthier life. So let's not waste any time and get started with the next episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. I know I tell you guys I'm excited with my guests because I'm always excited with my guests, but I'm super excited with my guests today because it is the amazing C.L. King. This man is changing our world. He will change your disposition just by listening. He is a gift that God has given us, and I want you all to meet him. He is a speaker. He is a podcaster. He is the founder of Impacting Life 24-7, and I am blessed to call him my friend. So, I want you all to meet my friend, C.L. King. C.L. King, welcome to Pumped Up Parenting. I'm so pumped up. Thank you so much. And uh, yes, Celia, this is really uh, a, a great connection. We didn't realize, I didn't realize that this was going to be happening on Father's Day weekend. So it's a double honor for me to be joining with you on this special uh, a weekend where dads get a little love. And so thank you for having me and opening up your show to me. Oh, I am thrilled. And I love that we can talk a little bit about being a dad, talk a little about what you do for everybody Mm -hmm. and um, really, you know, get people seeing how wonderful they can be and finding the gifts in them. So, you know, you talk about while we're on that subject that God uses us all to do great things. Mm -hmm. And I totally agree. I mean, we are like the vessel. We are the messengers. We are the people that really are put here for a purpose. Can you talk a little more about that? Yes. I, you know, it, the scripture says that we are epistles, open and read of all men. So whether you want to be an influencer or not, um, your purpose is to be an influencer and your purpose is to have impact. Uh, and here's what, I, here's what I want everyone to recognize, moms, dads in particular, that you don't have to be Superman or Wonder Woman to have an impact or have great influence. Uh, and, and oftentimes we see people trying to ascribe to a certain metric that, that is, uh, you know, w- what we deem as successful. But God doesn't get into all of that. He just, he uses us because he created us to be successful. He created us to be great. He created us to be used. And and what I want everyone to understand is that no matter your lot in life, no matter your station, no matter where you are, you know, some people say, well, I don't have a lot or I'm, man, God can use any of it. Check this out, man. He took some dirt one time and rubbed it in a guy's eye 
and and he began to see. So we don't have to uh, attain to these high. Uh, lofty qualifications. Mostly what we need to do is just be available. And and man, if you could just be available f- to be used and, and to be an impact, uh, the world will truly be a better place. I'm thinking about the, the lady who I had on my show a couple weeks ago. She talks about blessing. Her, her, her whole mission is blessed. She created an app about it. And what she said was, we just got to be available to let God do what he wants. And, and really, he's the great orchestrator. He does the rest. Exactly. Exactly. And he doesn't make any junk. I mean, we're all made in his no. image. And he's pretty awesome. So our image must be that of somebody pretty awesome. But, you know, right. you say, you know, you talk about influences. And I know when you, I talk to people, they're like, well, I don't know anything. How can I be an influencer? And I'm like, we all influence people, good or bad. You know, if you have a a grumpy mood one day, you're influencing people. If you're full of excitement and life, you're influencing people. If you know one more additional fact about a topic, you can help somebody learn something new. If you've been through an experience in your life and you've gotten through it and someone is currently going through that experience, you can help them. That's so right. There's, there's so much you have to give that you don't even know. You know, a, it's like a, a big brother helping a little brother or big brother helping a little sister or whatever the case, big sister to little sister. They may be five and three, but that five-year-old is a step more developed than that three-year-old. That's right. So, as long as there, As long as there is life, there is purpose. As long as there is life, there is purpose. And I, I think we have to realize that we have to embrace the, the purpose that we were put on this earth for. And, uh, you know, I can't be the pumped up parenting queen like you are, but I can, but I can learn from you and, and, and take some of the things that you're teaching around the world and use that to better my purpose with my children or, or better my relationship with my wife. So we all have to embrace our purpose. As long as you got a heartbeat, you've got a purpose. Absolutely. Absolutely. And tune into your children because their purpose may not be the same as your purpose, but right. when you tune in and you discover what they love and their passions and what their interests are, that may eventually become their purpose. I was right. always, I love to teach my little brother. And then I went to, I remember in second grade, I used to teach everyone how to draw. I've always been teaching and I'm still right. teaching. I love it. You know, so you can really have that purpose from very little and speak of purpose. Yeah. What got you to know that this, that impacting people, you do it at, so you just spoke at your son's high school graduation. What what in you told you, and I don't know if I'm saying this in, in English, that you should do this? I'll say it simply. <laughs> well, you know, and, that, and that's, that's a good question because oftentimes people see our current state and they don't, they don't necessarily know the journey to get to that state. And one thing for me, having spoken to almost a little over now, 400,000 people around the country and throughout the world, it hasn't always been like that. It wasn't always a keynote speaker, podcast host, life coach. It wasn't always like this. 
but it was, I give full credit and I, and I do this all the time. It'll be in my book. I give full credit to my foster mom. So my foster mom exposed me because I was a foster kid, kid in the system, in and out of group homes and stuff. And it was just, it was a rough, rough go of life. And when my foster, my second foster mom, when she got a hold of me, she said, Chris, you could take all of that negativity that you experienced, you know, living on the streets homeless, eating in soup kitchens, uh, being abused by those that were supposed to be taking care of you. You could, you could take all of that stuff and use it to make an excuse why life is so bad, or you can use it to change your world. And I said, you know what, Mom Plowden? I think I'm going to do exactly what you just said. I'm going to use it to change the world. And I got exposed to, yes, I love her to death. I got exposed to outreach and and ministry and and impacting people at a very, uh, 14 years old is when when I went to live with her. And they got me involved in going into the projects and reaching out to kids. And I'm just thinking, man, I'm out here handing out popsicles and helping kids. And I used to be one of these kids. And I realized that that was real, that gave me such energy, you know, like some people get energy and, and excitement from all different types of things, their hobbies and fishing. And I don't do any of that. I don't hunt. I don't fish. I don't, you know, I don't do any of that. The thing that I get the greatest excitement out of outside of being with my family is seeing a life touched, seeing that light bulb go off, seeing, seeing someone just, just the mere words that you can say that can calm calm someone down that's that's having a stressful day or being a blessing to someone that that is truly what I found was going to be my life's purpose and so from there on that has that is all I've ever done Uh, I I haven't tried to make a name for myself God has been very gracious to us he's been he's been very 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 uh, he's been more good to me than I've been to him but, but in the journey, it's always been about that one singular principle, man. My foster mom put in me that it's about others. You know, God let you go through that. It was hellacious. It was terrible, um, Celia. When I say terrible, I can't even, it'll have to be in the book. And even some of that has to be edited. Some of the things that I was exposed to as a kid. But when you have someone like Ruth Plowden that says, hey, look, that was all for a purpose, and I want you to, I want you to go out there and take that story and re- I didn't know I was going to have reached almost four, over 400,000 kids today, but man, and God bless her. I, I was, I was able to give mom Plowden's eulogy at her funeral. And I said, she is the one who took the rag and shined this, this oxidized piece of brass called Chris King. And she shined it and she polished it. She did that with 83 other foster kids, Celia. Mm-hmm. And I was one of them that listened to her. And so that's why, that's what got me into what I do now. It's like, that's, that's the whole purpose. If I become a millionaire along the way, I'll be happy. But that's not the purpose. Not the purpose. <laughs> exactly. That, that, no, no, it, 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 will be, it will be to continue to impact lives. Exactly. It's funny you said that because I've had people come up to me and go, why aren't you a millionaire? And I'm like, Probably because that's not my goal. My goal is to help kids become amazing human beings. That's been my whole purpose in life is helping children. And I do that by helping parents. Um, so on this father's day. Can I can I I just yeah, can I can I can I just interject? I've you know, we are all human. 
And I had you on my show. In fact, I had you on my show twice because you're so dynamic and amazing. I'm going to have you on my show again. (laughs) But we need one another. And here's what I mean. I'm not infallible. Some people look at, you know, your person, your, your public life, and they think, oh, man, he must have it all together. Well, after I had you on my show the second time, I, I had a bit of a, a moment where I had to make a decision on how I was going to respond to my kids because they was just doing some, it was just doing some kid stuff, some older <laughs> teenage stuff. And I realized that it's not just about uh, you know, it's not just about, okay, this is great for public display, and this is great to talk about on a podcast, but it's really great to live by. And it was in that moment, Celia, that I felt, wow, I've, I've, I've crossed yet. I mean, my kids are almost grown for, for all intents and purposes, but I reached another level in our relationship because I didn't give in to the impulse of just screaming or going off. I, we, we talked it through and I saw even in those kids in that moment, they were like, wow, we, we appreciated the way dad approached it. And so I want to thank you for what you're doing with Pumped Up Parenthood, because guess what? It, it helps. It works. And uh, I'm thankful for it. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. I love that that testimony. And I know your kids are grateful as well. It, it is amazing. I mean, when we all calm down everyone calms down. It's, it's, you know, it's totally, you know, it totally breeds more calm, but if you're shouting and yelling and aggressive, that breeds more aggression. So, you know, you have to really, you know, be the one, be the adult, so to say, to initiate that calm, that peace, that, you know, let's talk about it. Let's do it calmly. Let's have smiles on our faces. Let's, learn from what happened let's learn to make better choices i mean that's that's the whole deal with life isn't right. you, you think before you act you learn to make better choices you right. know things yes, don't go your way so what are you going to do you can just like your wonderful mother taught you you can you know you can take it all and use as excuses and lead a negative, miserable life, which you could have very easily did. Very easily. You know, Mm -hmm. you had kind of a lot of hardship as a child. Right. You could have taken that all the way to being miserable, gotten on drugs, gotten, you know, but that amazing woman just with her wisdom and her not just taking you as just another kid she's taking care of, Right. But a purpose for her gave you a purpose, and now you're giving your kids a purpose. Yes, so ma'am. Go, Dad. Go, Dad. Yay! <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit about your family, because I know you have some wonderful, many, many children. More than yes, ma'am. Very, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, just a couple more than you, I believe. We've got seven children. My wife and I have been married for 26 years, and we reside here in uh, Eastern Carolina. We, we got married very young. And uh, we started having kids very young. And, and, you know, so I've got kids that range from 28 down to 16. And uh, all, all of them are unique. I, I have learned that, I don't know if this, is, you might have to correct me in my thinking, but I have definitely evolved as a parent 
uh, in terms of my relationship, you know, because I was in the military. So military parenthood versus now CL King parenthood is a whole different ball game. Um, but yeah, we're very, we're very, very blessed uh, by our children, our, our family. And, you know, my wife and I were actually doing this too. We're, we're actually helping them. The, the cool part about these last four who are trying to spread their wings and get out the nest one day um, is that mom and I are working on, hey, look, when our nest is empty, we're going to go and travel the world. <laughs> so we're, we're, we've been practicing that quite a bit, you know, just getting out and being together. And, and I, I, I'd say this, I, you know, I would like to say this to parents that you do spend a lot of time investing in your children. Uh, and, and, but you got to remember that they're just loaned to us. This time period is, ju- right. is just on loan. And so you got to make sure that you're also strengthening because they're going to be gone. They're going to have their families. They're going to do their thing. Uh, your son ain't going to get to come over because his wife wants them over at her parents' house and all that kind of stuff. So you got to make sure that you've got to, you, you're still taking care of the person that's going to be there Absolutely. with you when the house is empty. So that's what we're doing. Absolutely. And that, and, and that is so wise because, you know, that's why that, <laughs> empty nest thing is so impactful to couples because very mm-hmm. often they do lose themselves along the way. And then they're right. left with nothing but each other. And they're like, well, I have to hang around with him or, <laughs> <laughs> or I have right. to hang around with her, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. But when you never lose that and you get along and you, you know, and you're as kind to each other as you teach your children to be kind to others, you're right. the example of that relationship because whatever you do, they do. What That's you right. learn, they learn. What you feel, right. they feel. So, right. you know, it's important to keep your relationship alive and strong and respectful. Uh, you know, it's it's something I've, you know, intentionally done. And I guess it's a lot because of the personality I have. I'm not that type of person to yell and cuss and I just right. don't do that, but right. either do my spouse, you know, I have two spouses, one I divorced and one I'm still married to. And, but we've never had, you know, in 40 years right. of marriage, there's not name calling, there's not cussing, there's not hitting, there's, you know, there's right. none of that. Right. Yeah. So it, it's That's awesome. Really, it's really important to be intentional with your relationship as, as well as your kids. Um, yeah. So. So many people think this world is in trouble and, mm-hmm. you know, the United States is very divided and all of that. And without getting into political things, because that's oh, not Lord. where I like to right. go. Yeah. Um, what do you have to say about unifying and people, you know, recognizing the good and the purpose in other people? Yeah, that's a great question. And and I'm like you on my show. I don't do politics and I don't I don't do politics hardly public publicly at all because it really it really has um, become something that evokes uh, some some intense emotions. They would have to go through a couple of your classes when we start talking about <laughs> politics. Um, and, and I've watched you and I have sat back as content creators over the past, you know, 16 months of, of what we went through with COVID and all that, watching how the world was kind of 
pulling further apart, it made me realize that this is actually a grand opportunity. See, we can look at it and we can say, oh my goodness, nobody can get along. Oh my goodness, we can't. Listen, I have people on my staff that they're Democrats, Republican, Baptist, Lutheran. They're, they're all different types. And though they may have a different, they may have a different vehicle to travel down the road, we're still going in the same direction. You might be going in a, in a Cadillac and I might be going in a Chevy Cruze, but we're still going in the same direction. Here's what I see, that though it, the media and everything else would try to portray that the, that the United States and, and humanity is separated, I think COVID and everything that came along with it has given us a grander opportunity to truly be what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be our brother's keeper. See, when I, when I think about that, this party that we had just a couple, the last weekend, my son's graduation party, it was epic, Celia. It was, I mean, like it was, it was the party of all parties. And awesome. people, people coming out of the woodwork here. But you know what? I, to get there, I needed some help. And, and I just kind of breathed a word to my neighbors. Well, my, my neighbor, Randy, I said, man, I need help getting these tables and chairs, some renting tables and chairs. I don't have a truck, yada, yada. So he told my other neighbor, hey, we got we to gotta help King out. So they both brought their trucks. And, and I said, you know what? This is an example of the good that is still in this world. Absolutely. Because when, when, when it's not just about, it's not just about, hey, look, tell me if you need something. But when we recognize the, the needs of people and we go and meet them, I'm telling you, that's going to shrink that divide. Man, you can have your political ideology. You can have your religious philosophy. You can have whatever, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, senior, we are still human beings. We're still God's children. And I feel like this is the grandest opportunity ever. When I go on my tour, I'm, my, I'm still standing tour here in July the one thing that I'm going to tell young people is no matter what we've seen, all the stuff that we've seen that was, you know, tsunamis and all everything that we've seen over the past 20 years, we're still standing. And, and when you can be in that position to say, you know what, I'm still standing with Celia, you know, Celia, they would want us to be divided. Well, she's black, she's white and he's black and Asian. man, fully on all that. We're, we're standing together. We came through the worst uh, uh, pandemic in a, in a generation. We've gone through economic crises and we're still standing. And Absolutely. so I feel like I, this is just what I, I'm not pie in the sky. I'm a pretty, pretty tough on, on my kids. Sometimes my students, when I speak to them, don't make excuses. But I am believing that this is going to be a time for us to come together like never before. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I feel the same way. I feel like part of the divide is the fact that we have lost that sense of community. And, yeah. you know, people get afraid there, you know, they're afraid to meet their neighbor. You know, they're afraid right. to know who's living in their block. You right. know, when we were kids, we knew everybody. our life. I mean, we yeah. ran between all the houses. We knew everybody everywhere. You know, and now they don't do that. It's like when I do, you know, broadcasts, I talk about what people say is stranger danger. And I say stranger danger it shouldn't exist. 
because mm-hmm. everybody's a stranger. Do you really right. want your child to be afraid of every single person in the universe? <laughs> the right. secretary at school, when they first go to school, is a stranger. The right. nurse in the doctor's office, a stranger. The mailman, right. a stranger. The trash man, a stranger. Everyone's right. a stranger. So are we really telling our children that all strangers are dangerous? Right. And it's just not so because the majority are wonderful, compassionate human beings. Right. I was just in a restaurant yesterday and a man collapsed on the ground. He was a white man. The first one that came to help him was a black man who stayed by his side and left his wife for dinner standing Mm. there until the medics got there. You know, and it's like, it it just, in my world, it it doesn't, what the news wants you to believe doesn't exist. Right. And, And it's, we are still standing and we can show the news by turning it off. (laughs) <laughs> right that, that's the first thing right them. <laughs> <laughs> and not well, you know, letting keep, them brainwash you <laughs> you know that, you know celia one of, one of the things that 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 you bring up which is which is which is important when i um there we go are you are you still there yeah i yeah, had a I'm low, low power mode I, I i had um to present my 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 son to his drum teacher, his band teacher at school when he was a ninth grade freshman. And I had been training Chris since he was two years old on the drums. You know, that's my son. He's, he's my namesake. He's named after me. You know, I've been teaching this boy. And I had to turn him over to Emmanuel Baxter. And it was tough for me at first. But then I realized, I said, man, this guy can pour into something in my kid that I can't. I said, man, I need you, E-Man. I, I need you to, to, to be an influencer in my son. And that's what we need to teach our next generation that, man, we, like you say, the sense of community, we still need one another, man. I, I know because of the pandemic, you know, we've been told to stay six feet apart and put on a mask and not show our face and yada, yada, yada. And all of that was necessary to curb the spread. But now that we're, we're finally seeing the light of day again, we've got to rekindle those flames of, hey, man, I, I need you. I need, I need you and you need me and we're going to be together. So, yeah, I, I, think, I, think that that's, I think that's a great thing in terms of when we look at what is a, an apparent divide, it's just a great opportunity for us to bring people together. Absolutely. Learn more about each other. You know, ask yeah. questions, get to know each other. Right. You know, there's in my book, uh, my children's book, Being Different is Fun. That's what it talks about. It talks about getting to know people. You know, in the movie, Remember the Titans, when they talked about the Virginia high school team that, you know, started to, um, yep. to you know, bring bring blacks into the school, so I, whatever that's called. Right. You know, right. Busing. In- Integration. Integration. Thank you. Yeah. I knew there was a word. And, um, you know, Denzel Washington's part was hit and he played the coach, which actually right. happened, was to get each player to just simply get to know each other. Because right. when you learn about you, each other, you educate each other, you realize, you know what? We're not so different. Right. We're not so different. Right. I can talk to somebody who has totally opposite viewpoints of me, and there will be things we find in common. 
with each that's other. That's good. Yeah, that's right. So impact somebody's life because <laughs> you can and you should. Yes, ma'am. See you You're such a joy to talk to. Um, and we could go on forever, but I, I guess other people have things to do and we have things to do. So would you please tell our listeners how they can find out about you, your I'm Still Standing tour, your Impacting Life podcast, all of that. How can, how can they reach well, we, out to we, you? We tried to put everything in one place because uh, it's just easier that way. So if, if folks wanted to connect with us in any capacity, uh, just go to clkingspeaker.com. And uh, there's links to all of the, the possibilities that we have. If they like us to come speak at their school, that is one of my heartbeats and passions. I know, I, I know, I know our podcast is on downloaded in 33 states and 16 countries, but I, and I love the podcast, but my heartbeat is being able to speak and empower uh, to this next generation. And so we do a lot of school rallies, a lot of church rallies, and uh, we do that all throughout the year. Uh, additionally, we, we do workshops to help help young people get, uh, I got two workshops. They're very simple. One is called getting gear, and the other one is called grind mode. Two different two different concepts, but they're very very powerful. The first one, uh, getting gear, is dealing with young, helping young people identify how to get unstuck. Because oftentimes you can see young people get at the end of high school and they they're still like, I don't I don't know what I'm supposed to do. What what now? <laughs> And so we, we, tr we try to train them to get in gear. And then our grind mode training is those elements that it takes once you're in gear to go to that next level. And uh, each one of those words is an acronym. We, we walk through systematically through, through continual process improvement, teaching young people and, and those that work with young people how to, uh, you know, gain success by, guess what? Watch this. By these hands. See, sometimes some young people think I can't do it. I, I want to reveal to them that all the elements that you need to succeed, you've been equipped with. You've been Absolutely. equipped with them already. And so we just got to reveal them to you. We got to unearth them. And so, yeah, clkingspeaker.com. Uh, we, we love to connect with uh, any of your audience. And uh, I know you got a great audience. And so we love to connect with y'all. Well, I, I absolutely you know, love connecting with you. And I highly recommend anyone to reach out because you have so much wisdom to share and you're such a, a uh, fireball of excitement and encouragement. And I love that. I love that. So yes, um, any last things before we end our podcast that you want to just send one little tip out to our parents on this Father's Day and let them know you know, something to encourage even the dads out there that sometimes I feel, feel disconnected from their children. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I count being a father, like I said, a very prestigious position and office and title. I'm very, very honored. I'm thankful that my wife helped me become a father <laughs> without her. I wouldn't be a dad. <laughs> um, but, but here's what we need to recognize is that every day is a gift Every new day is a gift. That's why it's called the present. So what, what failed yesterday or what didn't work yesterday? The sun set on that. The sun, is, the sun took care of that. It went down. And you get a new opportunity every day to start afresh. And, you know, say, well, man, I'm too far gone. No, it's never too far gone. You're never too far gone to repair a relationship, 
to begin to repair a relationship. You're never too far gone to tell your, your sons, hey, I love you. I, I'm, I'm like that with my boys. I kiss on them, I hug on them, I let them see me cry because I want them to know that emotions are important and you don't have to be so, you know, have to be so tough that God gave us emotions for a reason. And so though I may have made a mistake yesterday as a parent, and though I may have made a mistake last year as a dad, I'm thankful for another sunrise for me to begin to work on it. And that's what I want to tell fathers out there this Father's Day. Man, if you, if you have a tentative relationship with your kids or if, or if, there's, some, if there's a gap between you all, use the next sunrise to, to begin to close that gap because it's never too late. And no relationship is ever too far gone. So from my heart to, to all you dads out there, happy Father's Day. And uh, thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, my gosh. I'm so grateful. And amen to all of the, that you said. It's never too late. I don't care if you're 80 and your son is 60. It is never too late to repair that relationship. And that thing about emotions, that's the first thing God gave us. Our emotions, 100%. Amen. What he didn't give us is how to deal with it. And that's your job, parents. So mm -hmm. show them how you deal with emotions. Show them that emotions are great and that we can love each other and be open. And dads are allowed to have emotions. We all are. Right. Why? God gave them to us. And that's right. <laughs> it, it must be something that you, you're, you're allowed to have and you're allowed to experience. Well, CL, always yes, a pleasure. And I'd love to have you on again, of course, because I just love working with you. And we have a thing in, in uh, process that or progress that we'll be releasing sometime soon, but we're not talking about that right now as we get things in place for it. But in the meantime, look up CL and learn from him. He has so much wisdom and share that wisdom with other people that you know. Remember, we're all here to teach, to share to bless. So keep blessing everyone. I'm so grateful that you all tuned in here. And as always, I wish you days filled with peace, love, and tons of laughter. You know, it really is the best medicine. And we'll see you here next time on the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. Happy Father's Day. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast and being a part of my mission to stop a million parents from yelling at their kids. Be sure to head over to pumpedupparenting.com and grab your free copy of the Patience Playbook. Wishing there was a manual for your toddler? Well, great news. Now there is. Pick up your copy of Raising Happy Toddlers, How to Build Great Parenting Skills, and Stop Yelling at Your Kids, plus my three new children's books at celiasbooks.com. That's celiasbooks.com. If you're loving this podcast, please feel free to share it with your friends and pay it forward. And also leave a review so I know who you are and can thank you personally. Tune in next time for more tips, advice, and strategies as you continue to pump up your parenting and create childhoods that everyone in your family can blossom from. Have yourself a really happy, fun day. Bye-bye.